Welcome to Farm Focus, a podcast brought to you by the Pennsylvania Farm Bureau. This week, we talk with Jason White, Fayette County Farm Bureau member and owner of Marina Outdoors Association. What's going on, everybody? David here from PFB, uh, back again on Farm Focus, and I have a great guest with us today, Jason White from Fayette County uh, Farm Bureau. Jason, how are you doing today? Good. Thanks for having me, David. Absolutely. So, Jason, your business, MOA, Marine Outdoors, uh, that's why we're here today a little bit. Uh, you're out here at the Allegheny Outdoor Show. Uh, let's first talk about your business, what, what, what you got going on. Yeah, so the MOA, Marion Outdoorsman Association, I'm actually the executive director of the association, and I am the owner of Ten Mile Creek Outfitters, and I manage Wild Acres Farm Fishery and Regulated Hunting Grounds, which is a upland bird preserve uh, located in Washington County. And we also have an Airbnb uh, cottage and a big lodge. Uh, we're also on Vrebo. We do uh, trophy trout fishing. We do five species of trout. Uh, Browns, Brooks, Tigers, Palominos, and Rainbows. And uh, that's all really exciting. And then we also do uh, no fence, uh, for anybody out there that doesn't like fence, definitely we do no fence uh, deer and turkey hunts. So it's a lot about management, uh, conservation, obviously farming and agriculture. And uh, basically uh, it's agritourism for sure. And we're just highlighting, you know, the, the things that we have available here, uh, not only in southwestern Pennsylvania, but, you know, the state as a whole. Absolutely. Yeah. I think just overseeing what you've done with your business and other people and farmers, I think you do a great job with merging that, the farm and the outdoors together. Because like we've discussed over uh, this weekend, you know, sometimes people seem to be at odds about that, but, you know, the outdoorsmen and the farmers, we all need to work together because we all prosper from each other. Yeah, so I'm a big proponent of farmers and outdoorsmen uh, not only working together, but realizing in many capacities are one and the same. I know you and I have had the opportunity to talk about, you know, at the MOA, we buy roughly $50,000 worth of trout that are raised at two different trout hatcheries here in Pennsylvania. Those are fish farmers. Uh, upland birds. Um, we buy from numerous different uh, local and larger uh, game bird farms in Pennsylvania. Those are farmers. So although it might not be the normal, you know, chickens or pigs or goats type of a mentality, it's still farming. It's just a different take on farming, but at the end of the day, it's still farming. Yeah, awesome stuff. And I love how, you know, like you said, you get from uh, local fisheries and hatcheries and all that stuff, you know, that's great to be able to do it locally because I think a lot of times, and actually now that we're on the subject, I think you discussed uh, about PA, they stock with fish out of state, am I correct on that? So the Fish Commission actually raises their own fish. Uh, personally, uh, as I sit on the, the uh, Wildlife and Fisheries Committee for the um, PF Pennsylvania Farm Bureau, uh, we haven't really gotten into this too much, but I do want to get into this. Uh, I think that needs to change. I think the private sector does it more efficiently and effectively. Uh, I would love to see no bid, or I'm sorry, no bid. I'd love to see bidded contracts uh, out into the private sector so that private farmers could have the opportunity to bid on, on contracts to stock fish throughout the Commonwealth. Uh, I can tell you the quality of the fish we get is amazing. I'm very happy with it. Uh, cost effective 
and I just feel that that would be a benefit and incentive uh, for farmers in that arena to uh, to not only potentially uh, expand, but it might it might entice uh, new businesses to come into the market. And the same goes for the upland bird side of things. And who knows, uh, there might be opportunities for other wildlife farms to potentially grow or expand or, like I said, come into the market. Absolutely. I, I agree with you there about uh, the quality of the trout and fish that you have compared to what we have in our local streams. I mean, uh, we're at the Allegheny Outdoor Show right now and you have your mounts up and I think, you know, I don't think I've ever seen trout like that before and, well, I'm not that good of a fisherman either, so, I mean, maybe I'm not looking too well, but uh, it's, it's, it's definitely higher quality and, you know, like you said, I think if the Game Commission starts with those bids and getting to the local farmers, I think uh, we'll see not only better fish being caught, but just better ecosystems and yep. uh, population and all that. Well, the, I, I think that comes down to, uh, it raises a concern that I have is that I don't see a uh, quality uh, voice of representation from either the Fish Commission's Board of Directors or the Game Commission's Board of Directors. That's not necessarily anybody's fault. Uh, that's not, you know, negatively pointing the finger at anybody, but it raises an opportunity for, you know, to do it better. Uh, so when I say that, I think that's something we really need to look at from a farm bearer perspective is that, you know, uh, these, these two particular agencies are doing a lot with farming and impacting farming. And I think we just need to get a bigger voice, a uh, bigger say at the table about uh, things that impact us as farmers. And uh, like like you said, we can do it better. So if we can do it better, why not provide a better product for fishermen and outdoorsmen as a whole? Absolutely. And I think doing that, uh, having that better product out there for those fishermen and outdoorsmen is only going to help with our hunting population, fishing population, because as you and I both know and some of our listeners know, the hunting and fishing population has been going down over the years. I, I went to one of the Game Commission meetings and it kind of steadied out from what it was, but still from years in the past, it's, it's definitely taken a big decline. You know? Well, I think uh, a lot of it has to do with farming being on the decline. Uh, a lot of people were more incentivized uh, years past to try to protect their farms. Um, you know, and I think that I've talked about this, this is a whole nother conversation, but what is the economic driver for somebody? What is the economic incentive for someone to keep a farm? And I think that's something everybody has to look in the mirror and say, well, yeah, we need to consider that. Um, I, I understand the concept of farmland preservation. I get that. But in the same token, we need to give economic opportunities for farmers to want to preserve it to be an operational farm. So, you know, having more farms would then create the need for more hunters so i think we have to look at the bigger picture when we look at that problem and say hey like these things are kind of all intertwined um and i know another thing i think we need to do more with education in schools uh we need to get away from the concept and idea i had a gentleman yesterday uh stop in my booth and he was talking to me about the outdoors and he's like i want to he wanted to pick my brain i was like sure and he was like, you know, when COVID hit, I didn't know anything about fishing or hunting. So we started talking and when he was just listening to me speak, he was like, wow, you look at it from a whole ecosystem perspective. And I'm like, well, you have to, because it's not just taking a gun out and 
and shooting. And that's and that's what people uh, people kind of get a bad perception of hunters and, and even fishermen because hunters get this uh, perception that, oh, Joe just got his dusty gun out and he's just going to walk out in the woods and trespass on somebody's property, which should never happen in the first place, but here nor there. And then also fishermen get a bad rap for being uh, litter, people that litter, you know, on people's property and also... Uh, you know, can cause can cause some mischief at times. Uh, maybe not always being uh, cordial at boat launches, at boat ramps, and those kind of things. So, I, I think I think both sides of the coin get a negative uh, overall view. I think that though we can help bridge those gaps. Um, but I think education we got to educate better, even in our schools. Uh, you know, I know we're big about 4-H. Uh, you know, future farmers of America, all that kind of stuff. This stuff's all part of it because at the end of the day, just like a gentleman come up to me, it's beyond just the outdoors impacts farming. The outdoors is, you know, about uh, biology. It's about environmental science. It's about the circle of life. It's about butchering, like teaching somebody how to butcher an animal actually, they actually after they harvest it. Um, so much uh, culinary talking yeah. about how to actually farm to t- you know from farm to table let's talk about woods to table like how does somebody actually kill a game take a harvest a, a some wild game uh, or even a fish and uh, how do they how do they uh, prepare that so I think there's so much to talk about so much to uh, expand people's gaze and uh, I'm really happy that we as the Farm Bureau are starting to really talk about this, bridge gaps with uh, the outdoor community and see the benefits of everybody working together. Yeah, I, I agree with you tenfold. I'm, I'm glad we're starting to uh, bridge that gap here. You're here to help with that. Um, I think you're doing an excellent job. You know, that's what I'm trying to do is one of my goals is helping to bridge that gap. And, uh, you know, talking back to how you said everything being connected and, and you know, going from the woods all the way to your dinner table. Um, I think stuff like the Allegheny Outdoor Show, I think does a great job. Same thing with the Great American Outdoor Show. They have, you know, a plethora of, you know, just everything and anything that you can do, you know, from A to Z. Um, You know, going back to the Outdoor Show that we're at now, um, have you been here in the past before? Um, You know, and, and what do you expect uh, what did what did you expect? What do you expect today and from here on out? So this is my first show back since uh, COVID. Um, I kind of stayed away during that period of time because there just wasn't the traffic. It didn't justify setting up a booth. Um, they brought it back last year. I let it go just to kind of see how things were going to go. Yeah. I'm back. Uh, I'm pleased. There's a lot of vendors here. There's a lot of people. Uh, had a lot of great conversations. Uh, my goal is to, you know, first and foremost, grow the Marianne Outdoorsman Association as an association and get members. Um, and also get people to come for hunting and fishing trips, uh, excursions. And also, you know, while you guys are here, I want to promote and develop the Farm Bureau. I want to educate the Farm Bureau as to how we can maximize marketing and how we can uh, expand the Farm Bureau and I think we will do that I think we're gonna get there because uh, I think this show next year I'd love to see the Farm Bureau have a booth uh, I know we're collaborating this year but I know next year will be fantastic and then we've already talked about other shows that I think are uh, opportunities for the Farm Bureau to get out and reach and 
you know, just like we've been doing uh for those who don't know like we went around the booth uh to the booths here just taking a questionnaire talking to people trying to get ideas suggestions for the farm bureau for outdoor related uh policy changes um whether that's you know a fish commission change a game commission change or maybe it's like a permitting change uh, we've kind of been just talking to everybody getting their thoughts and ideas and i think that's really important because um, you know, we can throw a lot of things out there and some people might say there's bad ideas, but there's never a bad idea. It's just something achievable. And, you know, we just got to go around and talk to people and see how we can get people interested in the Farm Bureau and, and show them that, you know, we're here to represent them as much as somebody that has pigs. Um, so I'm really excited about it. And I, I do want to say I'm really uh, thankful for Chris Hoffman, uh, president, and also Andy Bader, our, our committee chairman, uh, he's been real. The, both of them have been fantastic about this whole outdoor connection, seeing the opportunities with the outdoorsmen and the Farm Bureau. And uh, David, you've been great to work with as well. Thank so you. thank you. Um, so I'm really excited. I think there's a lot of opportunities here. And uh, everybody listening, please tell people that uh, you know we are trying to make a great connection with the outdoor community and the Farm Bureau. So we're really excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, I think uh, both Chris Hoffman, Andy Bader, all of us were trying to get that disconnect with the outdoorsmen and the farmers and bring it back together because, you know, like we've been saying, we really need each other in the long run. The farmers need people to help keep down the deer population or any population to help with crop damage. And of course, the hunters like love to have a place to hunt. Um, so I think uh, that would be a, a great starting point for us. Um, and two, like you said, here at the Allegheny Outdoor Show, with wanting a, a, us to have a booth here next year, from my marketing standpoint, I'd love to see not only maybe, say, every county start doing their own booths, you know, not only here, maybe somewhere in a different county and things like that. I'd love to see us start uh, getting out there, uh, getting people to know who we are. Because a lot of the times, like I was even at the farm show, uh, back at Harrisburg, and that's one of the, I think it's it's the biggest farm type event that you could have in, in, in our state, mm -hmm. um, and there was plenty of people there who didn't even know who we are, were, I got to talk to them plenty of times and got to explain us, and we were like, oh, really, that's what you guys do, and, um, you know, it was a great time, and I think, uh, again, uh, uh, showcases like this is going to be great for us. We just got to get out and educate people. Uh, Education is critical. Um, talking to people, getting ideas. Um, so much of even uh, Marianne Outdoorsman Association. And for those, if anybody would ever like to join the association, you can go to MarianaOutdoors.com. Again, that's MarianaOutdoors.com. And we, you can follow us on Facebook, Marianne Outdoorsman Association. And if you ever just want to book a trip, uh, you can go to 10mileco.org. Again, that's 10mileco.org. And you can always call me direct. Uh, it's my business number, 724-579-0924. And that is also, you know, obviously, if anybody has any suggestions or whatnot for the Farm Bureau, I'm always happy to listen. Again, it's 724-579-0924. Really, uh, we just got to everybody work together and kind of all hands on deck to promote the outdoors and show the connections with farming and the benefits to farming. I know we had our last committee meeting. Uh, I want to mention this too. We were talking about the decline of uh, hunters and the projected decline of hunters. 
uh, and the negative impacts on agriculture. And we got to fix that. We got to talk about it. We have to come up with solutions, viable solutions, to give people uh, an interest in going out and hunting. Um, so, you know, there's there's going to be biological things that we have to do. Uh, look, look I, we talked yesterday about this. If the number of hunters are going to continue to go down, and this is causing an agricultural issue, and it's causing even a, a biological issue, I threw out the idea yesterday. I was like, well, you know, at some point, you give everybody that buys a, a buck tag, a doe tag, just with their tag. Like, it, other states do it. Other states give you, holy smokes, some places are. But I'm not advocating to create an imbalance so anybody that hears me say that this is this is not me promoting about an imbalance in the ecosystem uh, i want us to manage and be conservationists um, but also i realize that you know we have a problem got to identify solutions um, so yeah certainly if anybody has any thoughts or ideas please reach out to me directly or i know that obviously anybody can reach out to the farm bureau uh, in harrisburg or through their website so we're certainly welcome to any thoughts or ideas. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're here for our members and we're here to uh, help strengthen that. Um, you know, Jason, I think this was a great talk. Um, I think we're going to have a lot more in-depth conversations in the future and I look forward to them. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to say to our uh, listeners? Just uh, everybody that can have an opportunity to go outdoors, enjoy it. Get outside. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're going to pick up a fishing pole pick up a, a rifle it's just sighting in your gun or maybe you're going to go take a little canoe and kayaking trip with your family horseback riding hiking biking uh, i don't care heck picking up and going to a golf course get do something to get outside and enjoy mother nature that's the biggest thing that i can tell anybody is uh, get outside and enjoy god's be- gifts and the beauty of pennsylvania and uh Please come and come and visit us at the Marion Outdoorsman Association and also Wild Acres Farm Fishery and Regulated Hunting Grounds. Um, really happy to have everybody. Uh, thank you, David, for having me on the show today. And certainly, I look forward to working with everybody through the Farm Bureau. Absolutely, everybody try to get outdoors. Uh, the outdoors is a great place. Jason, I thank you for coming on, uh, not only being on the podcast but inviting us out here to the outdoor show. Um, and thank you all for listening. And uh, tune in next time. If you enjoyed this episode of Farm Focus, please subscribe. More episodes are on the way, and all of our past episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on Podbean at pfbcast.podbean.com. Thanks for listening.